to another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. Uh, I'm Ty Turley. So hot. <laughs> well, we took a little hiatus, but we're happy to be back and happy to have some movies coming out in the theaters that we're excited about again. We're lucky to be alive. Yes, we are. That's yeah. true. And so, I mean, there's things in life where podcasts seem secondary. You know? Yeah. Like the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> that you can you can imagine that's why we've been on a hiatus. I don't know if we have released an episode since the last NBA season started, so we've just been on Suns Watch. Yeah, it was a big season, okay? And did it end the way we wanted? No. Kind of. I mean, a deep run in the playoffs? I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's all we could hope for? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're back to the podcast, and it feels, it feels right. And I've had... Twos of people talk to me about when we would record another episode, so I know there are people out there waiting for this. Oh my gosh. A couple of people have really been on us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about The Green Knight, but before we get into that, Ty, what is your pick for a medieval movie? Well, I saw Kingdom of Heaven recently. Yeah. And I know that it's not that. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh I think it has to be uh, The Holy Grail By Monty Python <laughs> That movie's amazing I think at the end of that movie We realize they're in 1960s England So I don't know if it counts as a medieval Okay, Reed's never seen a meta film joke <laughs> It's rough well, the reason Ty saw Kingdom of Heaven is because I recommended it and got our family to watch it. That's and yours? That's my, for a medieval, what are there, tons of medieval movie options? You picked a comedy. Yeah, wasn't that Robin Hood's? There's been several of those. <laughs> no, I liked Kingdom of Heaven, and there's a pretty great moment where someone gets surprised by an arrow in the throat, and Ty screamed. And we had to stop the movie to laugh for five minutes as a family. That's not true. I sc- screaming sound like I'm a little girl. I, I yelped. And the noise. <laughs> I yelped. Sure. Okay. And we did not stop the movie to laugh. Was it to make popcorn? <laughs> I don't know. And laugh. And I had to pick up my dignity off the ground. <laughs> well, I was pretty hyped for The Green Knight. Ty, were you excited to see this movie? Uh, yeah, mostly. I saw Ghost Story. I... And it was interesting, but super boring, I thought. Ghost Story shot in a square ratio, right? It's narrow in parts. Oh, I don't remember that. I think so. It's very... It has a lot of similarities with this movie where it's a lot of, like... uh, It's about a feeling or a vibe rather than the story, I think, sometimes. Rather than the plot. I'm not correcting you, I'm adding to. Yeah, because if you're like, Reed, what is the plot of The Green Knight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is a linear yeah. story, but a lot of tangentials. That's true. I think, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I I remember Ghost Story. Well, it was linear, too, though. I don't know. I don't know if it's about the plot or not plot for me. More, It's more about, like, I think he thinks his shots are more beautiful than maybe I do. Oh, really? I thought several things in this movie were pretty striking, and I very much enjoyed visually. Yeah. No, me too. But I think... But he gets a little... Like, the one where it It's flips, a little indulgent. 
where it flips 180 degrees and goes over Dev Patel and then just keeps... They just go on a little bit longer than maybe I was I would expect them to. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I honestly feel like he thinks, oh, this is really lovely and everyone's going to be into it or it's going to teach something. And I'm just not sure it being 50 seconds instead of 40 seconds of a shot, which is a really long shot anyway, 40 seconds, is really doing that much extra. Yeah. I think he also did interesting things with... Um, the lighting where I feel it was very naturalistic and like they just used the lights from fires or candles and then they would sometimes have very like vibrant colors in the background and contrast stuff that way. Those colors would just appear mid scene. So they're not, it, I mean, they're not realistic. They don't represent anything real. So that's what, it, it's weird that you say naturalistic. I, th- I thought it was the opposite. It's not like something in the room shifted to cause the color that we're seeing to shift. Yeah, but all the people are lit naturally, and I feel like, I mean, the movie's often dark, or you just see, like, the shadows on people's faces. I mean, I feel like it had a different look than a real kind of lit movie. Yeah, it wasn't real lit. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty lit. I mean, it was lit, but not, like, real lit. Okay. All right. He was... Uh, can you believe this movie was in an AMC theater? I mean, I don't understand how this movie got through the cracks, and is not at the art house cinema in the in the town where you live. Uh, I can tell you why. COVID. <laughs> There's not good stuff coming out. <laughs> I guess, man. I. It is such a weird movie. Stuff. I mean, nothing's explained. I feel like almost at all. Very weird stuff. And and stuff doesn't get finished or, you know, it doesn't come back and wrap things up at all. Yeah, or like he'll lose. He lost. Uh, Spoilers, obviously. <laughs> if you don't know by now that we spoil stuff, you haven't been paying attention. And thanks for finding us. Yes, that's true. We don't want to shame you. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> he, like, loses the axe and the sash, and they, they both come back to him through his adventures. And the horse. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I can't... I can't explain that. Unexplainable. <laughs> So, Ty, do you think this movie is a metaphor, and what is it? <laughs> Please explain it to me. <laughs> oh, I can't explain it. I, I mean, I thought about it for hours. And I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means. With a name like The Green Knight, I thought it would be a little bit like an environmental tale. And they do go through this scene of people, like, tearing down a forest. But, yeah. But I don't think it <laughs> delivered anything in that way. Well, you have the whole kind of speech... Um, by the lord, the lady of the house, where she says green is death, which is kind of the opposite of what you normally think. Green is decay, and when you find it in your castle, it's the end, it's bad, and it's the opposite of red, which is love and passion and life. So that's a weird kind of take I thought on green. I don't know. It it did, I mean, obviously the night is a tree, so it does seem environmental. I thought that sound design on the night was interesting too where when he moved it would sound like a huge like tree shifting in a forest like it just I thought it was very evocative I don't know yeah the sound design in this film is amazing the soundtrack was awesome the songs and the the, just the vibe that they brought into different scenes because of the sound that was going on I thought was very very good yeah but also yes but also just um, you know like there's parts where they pan over the painting of the hunters in the forest and you hear the horses and the bugles and the 
fox yelping. Um, sometimes you'd hear the sound of something happening before you cut to that scene. Oh, the opening shot is amazing because it pulls back and you hear the water dripping and it's perfect. The timing of it is perfectly metered in sync with the music that you're hearing. Did you notice that? I, I didn't notice that. Uh-uh. It was awesome. And then and then you pull back further from and your the camera lens is further away from the drip, the drip in the in the windowsill, and it that dripping noise fades out again. So it comes in and then fades out. I mean, I think that's just representative. I think there's a lot of things like that in the film where um, the sound is heightened. Well, I mean, this movie was made pre-pandemic, was ready to come out. But I, and so I read that David Lowry, the director, re-edited and added a lot of visual effects shots in the last year. So just, I think maybe giving like a creative filmmaker more time with a film is beneficial and adds stuff to it. Oh, I wonder what it would look like if you didn't have that year. Some people could, should, could, well, they should, I'm not saying they should, they could be constrained. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta kill your, kill your babies sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, I've had it explained in my screenwriting classes that sometimes when we're writing scripts, we write cul-de-sacs where you go into that scene, you see the scene, and then you end up right where you started at the end of the scene. You haven't, nothing's changed. And, uh. I think maybe things changed, but we don't know how and we don't know what it means in this film. Um, yeah, like I wanted to understand more about how is his mother a witch and the wife of the king. That's never explained. Why the mother both seems to create the Green Knight, but also protects him from the Green Knight with the sash. And I mean, the sash is very confusing to me. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to provide you answers. I do not know. The sash is like key to the whole movie, right? Yes. Because the very final scene, he takes it off and then gets congratulated for the act of bravery. I guess it's kind of, is it us accepting our lot in life? Not trying to fight against fate. Yeah. It's deep. Well, I don't know. Do you think uh, he got his head cut off also? No, I don't. Yes, he did. What does the Green Knight mean when he says, now it's time to be off with your head? And then he, like, flicks him. What? (laughs) What? Does he just, like, tap his neck? Because the whole game is he can return the same blow as hard or as soft as he wants after a year. It doesn't say as hard or as soft as he wants, I think. Basically. It it just says he gets to do the same thing you did to him. No, he gets to do it at... He gets to control the vo- like the volume of it. I don't remember that, but I, I do. I mean, this movie is nice to the audience in some ways. It really treats the audience as adults, and you have to pay attention. And obviously, we can't even figure some stuff out. Uh, but they do. I wish they would have made the letter easier to understand because <laughs> it went real fast, and you don't know that that's like the key for understanding everything. But how amazing was it when it's the queen is about to read it, and then it's this booming deep voice that does the wording of the letter. That was cool. Everyone in our theater gasped or something. Yeah. It was cool. That's a fun choice. Was the queen the old woman with the blindfold? I thought it was... I don't think so. I thought it was the same actress. I did. I don't... I don't... didn't pay attention to that. That queen was from Game of Thrones, though. The aunt. Oh, she's the crazy aunt. Yeah. The moon window! (laughs) Who who breastfeeds her boy. Yeah. 10. (laughs) Okay. Game of Thrones. 
Really my favorite medieval. If you're going to make a movie in England, you're going to have some Game of Thrones actors. It's Inevitable. They got everybody. Inevitable. Um, okay, let's go through and list everything that doesn't make sense or we don't understand. Real, Just not real fast, but like, make a list. Good luck. <laughs> I don't understand. Wait, really? Yeah. You're not going to help hey, me? I'll try. Let's do it. I don't understand what the mom, why she's a witch and what she's doing in the scene right before the Green Knight comes. Is some, she setting up the game? game? Yeah. She's writing the letter and then she burns it. And that's the letter the Green Knight delivers with the same seal. Yes. I, I know what happened. I just don't understand why. <laughs> it never gets explained. I agree. Okay. Okay. I don't understand how the Green Knight got his head back on. You can graft things on and off of trees. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, I don't understand... Are you going to do any? Or I have to come up with I'm, I'm, I'm totally ready. All right. When Dept Patel is tied up on the ground, it does this very circular pan of the clearing and goes all the way around and shows bones, tied up bones, and then circles all the way back around and Dev Patel is alive again. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's a different... It's a multiverse. It's a... <laughs> It's a Lo- different universe. Lo- Loki walked through the scene right there. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Um, I thought that was a really interesting shot, though. I liked it a lot. I mean, it just makes you think about, or made me think about time and time passing and and alternate endings, really, of stories. Because this is a you know this is a story that was from seven hundred whatever, and I would say kind of the beginning of when stories are or they just didn't have as much formalized in terms of what story means and. I like thinking about alternate endings. Um, and that comes back later, obviously, at the end of this movie. Um, I didn't understand why uh, why they didn't kill him there. Why, why didn't the bandits just kill him? I mean, every movie ever. Why didn't <laughs> Why didn't Blofeld just kill James Bond? Like, they just, they don't. They don't okay. kill the protagonist. All right. What plot, were the plot, giants? Plot armor is what we call um, what were the giants? Good question. Was he tripping, though? Because he just ate the, mar- the mushrooms. Okay, yeah. And I think the giants were the next scene. What did the fox represent? What did the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> what did the fox say, Reed? <laughs> Who was the fox? Was it the king's voice in the fox? <laughs> I thought it was, but I wasn't sure at all. That would be interesting, where it's sort of his guide. But was he a guide? Because he was nagging him. Well, he told him not to do it. That's what I mean by nagging. Because he was going to die. But he wasn't. And the king knew that, I think. In your, in so The is, king knew it was a game. Sorry. I think his mom wanted Gowen to have a adventure. To have a story. Because like he sits by the king at the beginning of the feast. And he says, tell me the story of your life. And he just says, I don't have anything to say. Yet. Yet, the queen says. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. I didn't understand. I mean, I, I think, I can't remember who said this afterwards, but I love the scene with the woman who had lost her head in the pond. That was my favorite chapter, for sure. But it's not tied to anything else, is it? It's where he gets the axe back. And she's missing her head like he thinks he's going to miss his head. That's Those are the only connections, those two things. But that the scene where he's standing by the water and she's a little bit behind him, and the dead tree is coming out over the water and over them. I thought that was a very beautiful shot. 
Yeah, I, and I just found that I don't know exactly why, but I found that woman character very compelling, and I love when she turned to him and said, "Why would you ever ask me that?" I really I loved it. But then yeah, you just switch back and forth really fast between her head on the floor, then a skull, then back to her head, then the dead bodies there, and it just. It was intense. It's just mysterious, completely mysterious. Yeah. Because I can't explain any of it. I think Alicia Vikander and Joel Edgerton's castle was from like 400 years in the future of where he came from. Why? Like it looked much more Baroque and it wasn't just stone walls and stone. I mean, it was much more finished, don't you think? Two Brothers Review, the architecture edition. Well, like their clothing was more, I don't know, you thought that. That castle was in the same time frame as the other one. It seemed anachronistic to me. It looked like he was almost wearing one of those kind of 1970s uh, sweatshirts that have colleges and their shirt, their sleeves are a different color. Did you think that? At first, I honestly, I honestly, when, when Dev Patel's character was wearing that, I was like, oh, they, they jumped to this 1970s. No, I didn't notice that. But, but then after I got over that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have noticed it's usually different, but I can see. It felt like a different age to me. Yeah. I also thought the woman he was with at the beginning of the story looked a lot like Alicia, Alicia Ver, Vikander. It was her. No, she's in the castle. No. She's not both. She is both. Really? Yes. I was like, where'd they find this knockoff Alicia Vikander I think I think they did something to her nose. Her nose was thicker. That's so... Okay, that makes it very interesting. I like that a lot. I'm 100% certain it was. I'm not 100%. I'm 98% certain. <laughs> so we could easily check, but we will not. We, we don't do that here. That's not our style. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I think it was her for sure. And that's why he was so shocked when he... Well, like, you just think... You just thought it was because she looked similar, but not because it was the exact same actors. Uh, yeah. I, I they found someone that looked like her. But uh, I was like, I didn't know Alicia Vikander was in the movie. And when we showed up later, I was like, what is going on? I loved it. Yeah, that's true. She's not in the trailer, I don't think. Is she? I don't think so. I don't remember. Hooker with a heart of gold. Classic. Oh, sorry. I lied. My favorite scene was not the woman with the head. It's the the journey back where it's no word, no dialogue. It's music showing like the events of his life if he left the sash on and couldn't be harmed. And it goes through like him having a child, getting married... His castle being overrun, and finally he pulls the sash out, and his head falls off. I thought a whole scene. I could have watched a whole movie if the story was like told that way, just the music. Yeah, that scene. That I don't know if it's a scene. That montage was brilliant. It was. It was gorgeous too. It was just pretty. It was interesting. Yeah, that was awesome, and it's such a good little trick, where. Um, you know, he's imagining it or it's not actually happening. It's a, it's actually very close to a classic short film that you will watch in um, film classes. The Incident at Owl Bridge. Have you ever seen that? I have not. It's uh, a guy who's getting, he's, he's a deserter in the Civil War and he's, his own side catches him again. And they're going to hang him for deserting. And they put him up on the bridge and he falls, but the rope breaks and he escapes. You watch that for like 10 minutes. And then it cuts hard back to him right before the they pull the trap out underneath his legs. And he was just imagining getting away and living a life. The rope didn't break. The rope didn't break. It's a it's such a good movie. I'm sorry, I just ruined it. If anyone hasn't seen it. <laughs> Me. I haven't seen it. Spoilers. I should know. Yeah. Sorry, Reed. But yeah, it's a classic story. Um, I, yeah, anyway. Uh, okay, are there other mysteries or things you didn't like as much about this movie? 
Well, the the Giants stood out to me as not being... They felt like they're from a different movie somehow. It was purposefully but pretty weird look, like design. They like, they were very like soft-edged or something. Yeah. I don't know if I quite liked that so much. Um, other things I didn't like... Uh, no, well, I mean, I've already said this. Like, for me, it would have been a, an amazingly strong movie if things like the mom being a witch, or the Lord Joel Edgerton's character, um, somehow mattering later. Apparently, in the actual story of the Green Knight that our our mom read, but before seeing this movie, Joel Edgerton, the Lord, is that Green Knight, or maybe played the Green Knight. Now I don't know either. Yeah, I don't understand that. Or I mean. If that's true that the actual character, the actor played it both, they don't make it obvious enough for me to have that really have meaning. Yeah. And if if the character is supposed to be the same, then I really just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but okay, this sounds I, a little I, confusing. I mean, I guess the other thing I'm confused about with the Lord and the Lady is he says, anything you take from me, you give back to me. And in return, like the Lord makes that deal with... Um, the winnings. Anything I get on the hunt, I'll give you. And anything you get in the house, you give to me. Yeah. And that's definitely talking about, I think, sex with the wife, right? Because then he goes for the kiss. Joel Edgerton kisses Dev Patel. Yeah. Which was totally unexpected. Shocking. <laughs> and we'd already lost our brother Laren, but he was like, nope, I don't know what's going on in this movie. But the... But the implication of the Lord, I mean, that's, it's really, I thought it was really good foreshadowing because it's, it's confusing. It's a little bit dark. It's very ominous. And you see it, you kind of see it pay off. Uh, well, I didn't understand. Oh, I guess I, I don't know. What am I trying to say? Uh, I am confused about exactly what that family represents. And I think my best guess is the wife was testing him to see if he was honorable. And he, she says, you're no, you're no knight. After he goes ahead and indulges and in, although she comes to him to tempt him, but she, it's like she was testing him, I guess. I, it was weird. It was a weird situation. And, and why was she testing him? And why did her husband know that she would test him? Those are all things. It's just like, what? I just needed a five minute stinger of just that family. <laughs> <laughs> the green knight too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, okay, and we, I mean, we have talked a little about the design and the story, which we don't do as much normally, but <laughs> this one's very so interesting. What about, how about the acting? Like, how do you feel like Dev Patel did? You're with you're with him in a lot. I mean, a lot of the movie is just Dev, a horse, and a fox. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not my favorite actor, but he was okay in it, I thought. I thought he was fine. There were a few times when his, um, I don't know, when it was okay. I don't. I don't love him as an actor. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think he did a good job, though. Like he had our mom hooked. <laughs> she loved watching Dev Patel work. And I also think this movie, like I think you you said it with the girl with their head cut off. Like, why would you ever ask me that? Like, some f- phrasing, and I thought it was kind of funny sometimes, and also a little yeah. too like more modern. Oh, like, totally. And the and the chapters and the hard cuts were very modern. Yeah, but I, thought, I actually was laughing several times throughout this movie. Like, I thought there were like really comedic moments. There were times when I think I wasn't sitting next to you, but I think I was laughing and I couldn't hear anyone else in the theater laughing. 
Like I, I thought it was funnier than I think most people thought. Yeah. I thought it was very funny at times. It, for me, it was, I don't, I remember ghost story thinking it was not funny at all. So you're like, <laughs> and, whoa, what well, is this calm? So Dave, yeah, he's like, at least the directors put a little bit of comedy into his, <laughs> comedy into his film. Okay, Ty, what are you going to rate Green Knight out of five? Well, I feel like we didn't talk about things we loved about it yet. Oh, I thought I did, but yeah, you Ty, did? What, did oh, you, okay. what do you love? Oh, well, and also acting. I mean, I love the king. I love the queen. I love Joel Edgerton. I love, I thought Alicia Vikander was amazing in her, uh, in her monologues. Yeah. And her, just the way she looked. And then I loved, there was a scene where you're, where you just see the glint of, of light in the eyes of the Green Knight. Do you remember that scene? Right when he wakes up in the, in the chapel at the end? I think that was when it is. I can't actually remember exactly where it happens in the movie. But I, I loved it. I could have watched that for 10 minutes. Hmm. Just a close-up on his face. Yeah, you remember when it was? No, but you're saying that. Like, there are a lot of face-to-camera shots in this movie where it's like you're just watching someone talk, but they're looking directly at you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that style. It's like um, there's a filmmaker named Eugene Green that does that all the time in his films, and I love that. Um, oh, and then I love the, the, the bandit trickster kid. I thought he was so interesting and not enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I, his little mannerisms. Oh, I thought, yeah. So actually I loved all the acting in the film except for Deb Patel. And he, it, it, it didn't bother me, but, um, and I loved the mystery of it and the unexplicability of the stuff that happened. I mean, that's all I want in a film is I want to go to the theater and just. It felt immersive to me. It was experiential. You could just be in it. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready to rate it. Ty, all right, out of five. It gets a five from me. <laughs> okay, I'm surprised. Why? You had so many unanswered questions. That's why it gets a five. Okay. That's what I want from my movie. Uh, I'm going to go to four. I really liked a lot of it. I just think it got a little into itself. <laughs> a little, it was a little long at some points. Well, yeah, I mean, that, like I said, that, that was what would, would make it exceptional, but it still gets a five from me. If, okay. if they could have just tied those things around and been like, it would have been so satisfying to feel it. Like, oh, I get it. He had to do this, or his mother decided that he had to do this quest for X reason. Hmm. I don't know. That would have been made it good. I also, I mean, I just want to say, I think, you know, we talked about how I think you were, used the word tangents. Like, it goes off on these weird things. Yeah. And I'm so curious how much of that is in the original and how much of it is just David Lowry writing it to be this fantasy world that he imagines where foxes don't talk until one scene where they do talk or a sash is so important or I bet that sash is in the original story, but (laughs) you'd think it's a a big detail. Yeah. Oh yeah. I loved it. So I think definitely I would recommend it for sure. Yeah. Well, actually a lot of people aren't going to like it. I'm going to be shocked if this movie does well, but our listeners our discerning (laughs) listeners, (laughs) And I couldn't, you know, I couldn't voice what I thought because our brother who went with us thought it was garbage. He's wrong. If he's listening. If it's, but it's his own opinion. So that's sure. okay. Sure. Uh, all right. What non-Green Knight recommendation do you have for our listeners, Ty? What, what can they look into this week? Oh, well, there's so much. Okay, there's so much going on. You just got to pick one. I'm going to recommend Ted Lasso. It's going to make you a better person for the second time. You're going to eat it even better. 
Okay, I Ted Lasso's great. I've been watching it also. No, no, no negatives there. I agree. Twenty Emmy record. Twenty Emmy nominations. Yeah. This is how we do it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna recommend a show I found on AMC called Line of Duty. Okay. It's about anti-corruption police officers in London investigating other cops. It's very good. Why are there so many shows about that? Internal affairs stuff. Because I think there's a lot of corrupt cops. Is that it? Or are we just, in our imagination, we're fascinated by that idea? Well, this one just goes beyond just the police. But yeah, there's just corruption in government. Okay, Line of Duty, AMC. If you need to log into AMC, because who the heck has that besides Reed, email us. (laughs) And I'll... Send you the website where you can sign up for it. It's not that hard. <laughs> There's probably a free trial. Give it a shot. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And it's 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 just so good to be back, guys. I'm Ty Turley. Still. I didn't forget you. Don't forget us. Bye. Bye. Bye.